Hello everyone, this is Wyatt, or here on YouTube known as Illusion Falls. Uh, this is the Lazy Lounge Podcast. Last time I did an episode was about three years ago, and I don't know, it just struck me recently that, hey, maybe I should get back into doing this because I actually liked doing it. So here we are, three years later, and we are back on air with the Lazy Lounge Podcast. Now, I'm going to be posting this on YouTube, try to maybe do it on some other sites like Spotify. I mean, Spotify, I definitely want to try to get it on as well, but I know there's uh, some other like podcasting type websites that I can go and post this stuff on, but uh, for now, we'll just keep it to YouTube and Spotify. So yeah, uh, again, welcome back to lazy lounge podcast uh previously when i used to do these podcasts for the lazy lounge uh it used to just be like interview type podcasts where i'd go into a discord call or something well it was mostly discord uh and i just ask these people whether it be friends or just random people online about their jobs or their hobbies or like one of the episodes i think was about everything like halloween but we're doing it differently i mean in the future still maybe probably gonna do interviews but for now how i'm gonna be doing these podcasts is each week on sunday which i will be recording these i'm just gonna talk how my week was whether it be just a bunch of random bs or just things that happened throughout the week or or things just in my life in general and I just want to get it out and put it on a podcast so first things first uh, I guess we can talk about my uh, work I am a FedEx driver uh, FedEx ground driver not like a semi truck like I drive the I drive the box trucks where we have all the packages and we deliver to residential and sometimes some of the routes we also deliver to uh i can't even think uh businesses like for my route it's mostly residential but in the morning before i head out and do my residential uh i do this area called the base and out on the base they have businesses like boeing uh there's a college out there Uh, A couple processing plants, like a carbon fiber uh, processing plant, which is SGL. They make carbon fiber for, like, BMW. A couple chemical plants, and, like, they're just now building a fruit orchard out there. And depending on how my day is, it usually takes me hour, hour and a half to do everything out there. I mean, it's not uh, every day. It's kind of varies on how much I have out there, but usually I range usually between 10 to 20 stops just out on the base and then on my route itself all in total. I usually go around 70 to 90 stops throughout the day and we start off at 7:30 in the morning and I'm usually off by four o'clock. Sometimes I get done early around like 2, 2.30, 2 
but I have to wait around till 3 o'clock and 3.30 because I have pickups. That's another thing. We have, so there's unscheduled and scheduled pickups. Unscheduled pickups, it could be as you're doing your route, someone could come up to you and be like, hey, can you take this package? We take that package and it's an unscheduled pickup. Or another example of an unscheduled pickup, if we go to the customer's house and they happen to come outside, they can give us a package and we'll be like, yes, we can take it. Or if it's at a business and they don't have a scheduled pickup and they hand us a package anyways, that's still an unscheduled pickup. We just scan it under that stop as a pickup. And then scheduled pickups, typically they're for businesses. Some people, uh, people that are residential, they can schedule for a scheduled pickup, but most of the time it's going to be businesses. Uh, so every day I have two scheduled pickups every day at three o'clock and three thirty. One's at three, one's at three thirty. First one that opens up at three is for MLI. It's a chemical processing plant and Usually they don't have a whole lot of boxes. Uh, I don't think I've seen more than 10 to pick up from them. But a lot of the times they'll have these uh, biohazard uh, boxes that are like 50, 60 pounds. But they'll only have like two or four of them a day. But then other days I won't get those biohazard boxes. And it'll just be like regular like five pound boxes or if even that it'll, sometimes it'll even be an envelope and then the second one which opens up at 3 30 is fedex express so we pick up boxes from express that express had picked up but have a fedex ground label on them so then i go and pick up those fedex ground pickups from fedex express and they have a closing, both of them have a closing window at 5 o'clock. And if we miss that window, it's a big hurt on our contractor. He starts losing money. But everyone's usually pretty good about getting their pickups on time. And if someone, for some reason, can't make it on time, uh, we always go in the group chat and ask, like, hey, can someone take the pickups? I'm not sure if I'm going to make it. Or sometimes it'll even be that they can't make the pay, uh, the pickups because their truck broke down. But uh, as far as my route, I I like my route. I mean, the route that I had previously, the one that I was on for, for a while, uh, it was way down south. And everything was, like, really spread out. Like, I started off in one town, did that, and then I had to drive, like, 10 15 minutes just to get to my next stop which was in the next town and then i do stuff there and then i do stuff way out in the country and then make myself to the third town and these are like really small towns like the first town is only i don't know like a couple thousand and then the other two towns are like a couple hundred but in total i'd usually get about like 80 to 90 stops and i'd be done by like five five thirty sometimes even six but the route that i'm on now i'm typically done around four four thirty sometimes even later depending on how the day goes uh a lot of the times i do have to well it's not that i have to but sometimes i think i won't make it back in time for the pickup so i force myself to 
send out the pickups for someone to take them and hardly no one ever takes them but then i end up getting back in time to do them myself anyways i think i just keep doubting myself thinking oh it's already this time because how i like to do my route i like to be in certain areas of my route by a certain time and if i'm not in that area of my route by a certain time i think to myself that i'm falling behind and that oh hey i'm gonna be late for the pickups i need someone to take these like there's one area that i always like to be at around 12 o'clock and some days i won't even get there till like one and it's like okay i'm an hour behind i'm not gonna make it someone please take the pickups and i that's what and i get it a lot of people do probably get annoyed from it and i totally get it but i i just need to be more confident in myself that's what i need um there are some pretty interesting things that i have seen on my route like for the pat i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to explain this without sounding crazy but you'd have to be there to believe me so pretty much almost every day there's this one road that i go down all the time because it's towards the end of my day and i pretty much have stops down it almost every time well there's this one horse he has all the room to explore around trot around or whatever or lay down and whatnot but every time I pass him, this horse is always out, by the way. Every time I always pass this horse on the road, he is pretty much in the exact same spot every single day. Sure, he, I mean, he might move 15 feet one way one day or 15 feet one way another day, but he's pretty much within the same area vicinity of like 30 feet every single day and he faces the same way every day he'll look off away from the road every single day i drive by and it's like bro you have all of this land to roam around yet you choose to be along this fence 30 feet that way and 30 feet that way please go somewhere else you're gonna drive me insane i know you're just a horse and i'm the and i'm probably the crazy one for thinking this but you're the one that's making me go crazy for thinking this because you good sir are pretty much in the same spot every single day and you face the same way every single day i pass down that road so please change direction um, that's just one little thing. Uh, I've also met some interesting people on my route. I don't know how to explain it. Just some people are kind of up in the head a little bit, but, uh, I've been with FedEx for little over a year and a half and I, I, I do. I like my job. Can it be stressful sometimes? Sure. I mean, there's days where it's really hot and I get really pissy. I mean, everyone else at work 
they feel the same way whenever it's a hot day. They're going to get all pissy and upset and everything. Because, I mean, hell, it's a hot day. Why wouldn't you get mad? I mean, <laughs> uh, winter, I've only experienced winter during this job once. Because, I mean, I've only been here for a year and a half. But if we had a really bad winter this year. So I'm hoping we, here's how I see it. So last year, we had a really bad summer. It was almost 120 for a whole month. Like, it was between 110 and 120 for pretty much the entire month of, I think, like, July. And it was still pretty bad, bad in August. But how I see it, so we had a bad summer last year. We had a bad winter last year. So how I see it is since we had a not-so-bad summer this year... I see it as we won't have a not so bad winter. Maybe we'll have a better winter than last year. I hope. I really, really hope because last winter sucked. It really sucked. Like it started snowing like a week before Thanksgiving and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And it didn't stop snowing until pretty much like halfway through, uh, January and then it would snow every now and then throughout the month of January and February maybe even I think it I think it even snowed like a couple times during like the beginning of March but then after that it just went completely away and it's like all right cool thanks I don't want to do this anymore but I mean we got a couple more months till peak season anyways so I guess we'll just see how that goes uh in recent weeks, uh, I have been switching my truck up quite a bit. Usually, I'm in a 700, which is like our regular size truck. Uh, but lately, I've been driving in a 1000 and an 1100, which are like our big boy trucks. The next step up from the 700. And I like the trucks. I mean, they get up to speed pretty quickly. The only thing that sucks about the bigger trucks is the turning radius. Like, sometimes I have to back up, go forward, back up, go forward a couple times just to get out of somewhere. And it's like, dude, I just want my 700 back. But the reason why I haven't been driving my... I actually got my 700 back yesterday. But the reason why I haven't been driving my 700 is it has been just letting out so much oil first it started off as a drip and then it just started pretty much gushing out of the bottom of the truck i think it's fixed i mean they i don't think they would have have given me the truck if it wasn't fixed i mean they said it's fixed they said whatever needed to get fixed got fixed so i mean i i hope it got fixed i really do I mean, I don't. I mean, I only have to work two days this next week, uh, and that's what uh, that's what next week's podcast is going to be about is what I did this week and what I'm doing this coming week is a family reunion. Haven't done a family reunion in I think the last family reunion we did for my mom's side I want to say is twenty. Either 2015 or 2017. No, it was. I think it was 2017 because we had the trailer. Because we got the trailer in 2016. But 
2016, we did a family reunion on my dad's side. So I think it was 2017 we last did it. I don't remember off of the top of my head. But, I mean, it's going to be great to see everyone uh, this coming week. Uh, we're actually going to be going two days early before everyone comes. But uh, more on that on next week's podcast. I'll actually talk about the family reunion. But back to back to work. Um, as far as pay-wise, I mean, I get 18 bucks an hour. It's not bad. I mean, compared to my previous job, I was making minimum wage, which is, I think, $13. And that was working at Domino's. And working at Domino's really sucked. I mean, I was using my own car, so I was putting wear and tear on it, putting gas, having to change the oil, uh, wear and tear on the tires and such. So I'm happy that I get to do all that on a company vehicle now. So, uh, when I, uh, when I first started off doing FedEx, I was actually started off at, uh, 16 an hour. And then I think my first month in, I asked for a raise and I got the raise. It got up to $17 an hour. And then a couple months ago, I asked for another raise and boss said well everyone's going to be getting a raise anyways because the cost of living went up so i went from 17 to 18 i when i was at 17 i tried asking him hey can i get like 20 an hour and he said just hold off on that so i'm getting 18 an hour i'm pretty happy with that uh with my hours that i get i'm usually getting like fourteen fifteen hundred dollar paychecks which i mean it's not bad but it's not the best i mean it's livable (laughs) i mean considering for everything that i have to pay for uh, i do not have a house i still live with my parents they are letting me live here saving up money to go and actually buy a house but with how everything is nowadays it's probably gonna be a while before i get a house but i digress um but yeah no i i'm happy with my job uh i mean yeah there like i said earlier there's gonna be days where you just feel like ah man i just want to fucking quit this job tired of this tired of that and and i've had those days i've i've had a lot of those days but then i keep reminding myself you know you may have these days wyatt but this is a good job like this is probably one of the first jobs that i've had that i've actually enjoyed and don't i've i've enjoyed other jobs in the past uh like a couple years ago me and my buddy race uh, this was only like a week long job. It was, uh, stuff for a rodeo, but I loved that job. I mean, got a $900 paycheck for doing a week's worth of work, setting up cameras and equipment, and then actually recording the demo derby and the rodeo. So I was a pretty sick job. Uh, and then there's some other jobs that I've done too, that I really liked, but this one, I, I I really love FedEx, and I personally know the owner too, uh, so that's cool. Um, 
what else to talk about? I'm just kind of going off here. Just like I said, just talking a bunch of hoo-ha about everything that's happened this past week. Like, that's how the podcasts are going to go. Oh, actually, I do know what to talk about. So, earlier this week, it was on, oh, it was Wednesday night. Wednesday and Thursday were my days off this past week. And Wednesday night, I decided to go to the demo derby that night. Because two of my buddies were going to be in the demo derby, uh, Aspen and Jarek. Uh, Aspen did end up winning. I think Jarek did too. But Aspen won the figure eight, got a nice check for that. But that night, oh my gosh, dude, there were so many wrecks. A lot of people losing their wheels too. Like, I haven't been to a derby in a couple of years. I think this is the most, like, carnage I've seen at a derby in years. I mean, like I said, there's people just losing their wheels right in, or yeah, there was just a bunch of people losing their wheels. Like, uh, I think it was during the Australian Pursuit. One guy lost his... I want to say it was his passenger side. I have video of it. I think it was his passenger side wheel. And so how Australian Pursuit works is once you pass the person, the person that you passed is now out. So if you get passed, you're out. This guy was in first place and it was just him and one other car and this dude had his front passenger wheel just completely gone it was just the axle and this guy was still powering through and he won the race i mean dude, <laughs> dude was just pushing it uh and then australian pursuit was towards the end of the night but during the main like heat races there is one car, he got pushed into the inner corner, and he hit the, it was like a big, like, on each corner, there was a big, giant, like, bi- like a big, fat tractor tire, and dude goes head-on into the tractor tire, and I don't know how he didn't come to a dead stop, he must have hit, like, a bump or something that lifted him up, like, very last second but he hit that tire head on and the tire started to flip over as the car was still on it so he basically got himself vertical not he didn't get like completely vertical but the whole front end was like it was like a good six seven feet off the ground and then he just slams back down and then throttles it through the corner and then there was another guy that got spun around and how they had the corner done at the time it was kind of tight so he just started going in reverse during the rest of the race and it's like i don't remember if he won but he, he was powering through going in reverse the entire time and then uh, i think it was the second race of the powder puff which is women's racing not even the first lap in not even the first turn in they go to make the turn and one car's on the outside the others on the or one car the 
So there's two cars that got involved in this. So the first car was on the inside. The second car was on the outside. The second car that's on the outside rams into the car on the inside on the uh, rams into the side of it. And they must have hit like a dugout or something because the first car came to a complete stop and it just rolled over on its back and the second car was now on top of the car that's rolled over on its hood or on yeah on the top of the on top of the car so car number one is completely upside down so the lady's trapped in there underneath the car and it took like 10 minutes for them to get the one car off and it took a total of 15 minutes for the lady to get out from underneath because they had to take the car on top off first before she can get out so it was 10 minutes for to get the car off on top and then it took her another five for her to actually get out they were trying to get her out during the process of getting the other car off but they just decided that it'd probably be safer uh to get the other car off first before getting her out uh she did end up being okay both drivers were okay uh i think the lady that was underneath i think she did end up going to the er just just to get checked on just to make sure everything was okay and she's okay uh, i did add her as a friend on facebook i sent her the photos and the video and I think she's actually racing, <laughs> racing this weekend, uh, in another town. Uh, I think the races are already done, but I saw her post on Facebook the other day saying that she's ready to go racing. And then, uh, there was like comments or whatever, like, oh, are you going to this race? And she was like, yeah, I'm going there tomorrow night or whatever. I mean, her car, she even said her car was perfectly fine. So, I mean... I mean, the back end was kind of flattened a little bit, but I mean, if it still runs, still runs. So Derby night was fun. Uh, some other interesting things happened there. Uh, before we get into that, there was a couple people I met there that I haven't seen in a while, uh, like uh, Ben. He's the guy that me and my buddy Race helped to set up like the big screen and everything he he does the rodeo every year he he always tries to find people to help uh do video for the derby and the rodeo uh i guess he just didn't he i mean he even said he didn't think that i was still around here in moses but yeah i'm still around here in moses and every time he comes for the rodeo and the derby i always try to go up in the announcer stand to go and talk with because that's where he has his whole setup is up in the announcer stand doing all the audio and switching between cameras and everything uh so yeah i try to go every year to at least say hi to him and whatnot so i saw him this year it was good to see him uh and then another person uh, was good buddy Dale Roth. He I used to work for him when I was younger. Uh, during like the summertime, 
uh, he's a DJ, so I would help set up uh, speakers and everything, like at weddings or parties. That was pretty fun. So I got, I actually got to see him in the beer garden because woohoo, I'm 22, baby. <laughs> even even when I went and visit him in the beer garden, he was like, "Man, it's so weird seeing that you're over over 21 and whatnot." And it's like, "Yep, I'm 22, legal to drink." And I thought I'd stop because every year he also does the beer garden. Uh, they do dancing and whatnot in the beer garden. So I went and visited him there. And then I saw a couple friends at the rodeo, or not the rodeo, at the demo derby that night while I was doing video and photography and everything. Pretty much every race I was doing a bunch of photos. And then once Aspen and Jarek came into play, I was doing a video of them. I mean, I did video a couple other races, but it was mostly them I was focusing on. And then throughout the night, there was two fights up in the grandstand where I was. I was at like the very bottom of the grandstand, walking on the walk path to do my thing, my photos and videos. But uh, one fight I kind of saw, it wasn't like a fight fight. It was more of a verbal fight. And they had to call in... uh, the security that was monitoring uh the derby that night and then the second one i didn't see it but i went over to kind of see what was going on and the only reason i knew where it was at is because i was following the emts that were going that direction there were four like three or four emts walking in the direction walking down the walkway to where the fight was and then as they were walking down like three police officers walked down that way too and it's like oh boy i gotta see this what's going on so i make my way over there and fight's already done but so in the middle of the grandstand there's like a staircase that goes down where there isn't like any rows of seating it's just an empty area in the middle but it has stairs going down and the officers and the emts were surrounding this one guy that was sitting like halfway down the stairs and his girlfriend was right next or girlfriend or wife or whatever was like sitting right next to him while he was sitting on the stairs and he wasn't even like sitting on i mean he was sitting on the stairs but he wasn't facing forward sitting on the stairs he was like leaning up against the concrete wall like sitting sideways on the stairs and his girlfriend was just like kneeling down comforting him rubbing his arm and everything and i see this dude's face and his whole left side of his face was just completely bruised up like his eye was all closed up and it's like holy crap dude you got fucked up (laughs) like I that that whole that whole night was just crazy from the wreckage, the carnage of the demo cars to just fights breaking out and then people that I haven't seen in years was kind of weird because I haven't seen them since high school graduation. I mean, some of them I probably seen while I was delivering pizza working at Domino's, but still that night was quite a night. I had a good time, 
And then Thursday, uh, pretty much just relaxed, did nothing as I usually do, played video games, and uh, yeah, I mean, nothing else to it. Uh, the pre, uh, this week though was the hottest that we've seen it in a while during the summer. I mean, it got pretty hot during the summer. It got up to like the 110s on some days, but that was like over a month or two ago. This past week up until Friday, it was just up in the hundreds. So when I was working Monday and Tuesday, it was just killing me. And then even Wednesday when I was at the demo derby, the derby went from like 6.30 to like 11 o'clock, almost midnight. And I was pretty much hot the entire time until, I don't know, 9 o'clock. And then I started finally cooling down because that's when it started getting dark. But yeah, pretty much from Monday to Thursday... It was over 100 degrees, like almost 110. I'm glad I didn't have to work Wednesday or Thursday. It just would have killed me. And then when I went back Friday, it was kind of smoky. And then Saturday, it got really smoky. And even today, it's still pretty smoky. And then on uh, Friday, we were we were all kind of slammed on Friday, like, stop wise and everything and even package wise so once i was done i went and helped another driver and they were the area that they were doing at the moment was kind of by i-90 and as i was heading through town because my route is in a completely different town it's like a 20 minute drive from moses so as i'm heading back through town i see smoke out in the distance and i'm like well i wonder where that's at and as i'm getting closer to where she's at the smoke is getting closer and it's like oh i wonder if it's a field fire because there's a lot of fields out kind of by where that fire was going on well i hop on i-90 to go take my next exit well the next exit that i was going to take is where the fire was pretty much happening and it's like oh shit so a whole a whole semi truck caught on fire with the trailer surprisingly so after i was done grabbing the packages from her to help her out i made my way to start going to do those stops and as i was passing over the bridge because the semi truck was literally like on it was it was on the highway but it was pretty much right below the bridge just not under it and as i was passing over the bridge the whole trailer was still there but the semi truck itself not the trailer was just completely gone the only thing that was still there was the trailer the truck was just gone it was just black charred everything and it's like holy crap dude i mean i'm pretty sure whoever was driving is okay i mean i'm pretty sure they had plenty of time to get out because when I got there, the fire, I mean, the fire was going, but it wasn't, like, engulfed in completely. Like, it was maybe only in the engine bay. So, I would think he would have had enough time to get out. I hope he's okay and everything. But as I started to make my way back into town to go do the stops, 
oh man i-90 going west to seattle it was traffic was just back good couple miles i don't know when it opened back up i think it opened back up maybe half hour later or so once they got everything cleared off but yeah friday friday was a day it was a day indeed and then saturday saturday wasn't too bad either uh for the past couple saturdays i've been pretty busy um but this saturday i actually got off at a pretty decent time and i got my 700 truck back so i just pray and hope that these next two days everything goes good and uh i don't have a whole lot because usually mondays and tuesdays are are really busy days so i am hoping that i'm not so busy because I just want to have a nice easy day for the next two days and then have a nice relaxing vacation spending time with the family so uh just some details about the family reunion everyone else isn't showing up until friday uh, but me and my parents and my brother we're all going to be at the campsite on wednesday and just spend a couple days camping and then like i said everyone else will be there on friday and like i said uh next week's podcast i'll pretty much just be talking about everything that happened at the family reunion because we're gonna be doing a lot and we're spending like three days together so i mean well five days in total for me but three days with everyone else once they get there because i think we're going till sunday i'm pretty sure yeah we're going till sunday but uh i don't know what else to talk about i think i pretty much got everything else off on my mind the for a while these podcasts are probably going to be pretty short unless i have some really good stuff to talk about or a lot of stuff or maybe if i get a co-host and i start talking about things but right now it's just me so uh hope you enjoyed this almost 40 minute podcast (laughs) uh yeah i don't know what else to talk about so uh i will see you guys in next week's podcast which will be on about the family reunion who knows maybe i might even throw in some work stuff because like i said i'm working for two days this coming week so who knows maybe i'll have something juicy from work that happened but uh until then i will see you guys next week and i hope you enjoyed this first episode back of the lazy lounge podcast So stay tuned and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.